I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On the show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And man, this is an episode I didn't think I would actually get to do, but I'm so happy that I was able to record it right before I went on my trip to Malaysia to cover the Asia Basket Summer Championship. It's an interview with a fellow podcast right here on Podcast Network Asia. His name is Makoy Pare, aka The Showbiz Bro. One of the hosts of the highly successful and longest-running weekly episodic comedy podcast in the Philippines, Machong Chismisan. Uh, he gets into his love of radio, how he has been really into the craft since he was a child, how there was this unfulfilled dream of being a radio DJ, and how he eventually fulfilled it by becoming the showbiz bro and having a very popular very incendiary segment on Good Times with Mo on Magic 89.9 that ran for about two plus years. And we're also going to get into that one fateful encounter where our paths crossed for the very first time and how I took it, how it ended up on his radar, the story behind all of that, and how we eventually became very good friends in this wonderful world of podcasting. It's a conversation I'm so excited to share with you. So let's get right into it. Here's this week's main event, my conversation with my friend, Makoy Pare. We're about a day away from one of the more colorful days of the year, which is 4.20. Kaya very appropriate na nakakatawang guest natin for this week on the podcast. He's someone I met under not-so-friendly circumstances. Pero I'm glad that we've put all of that behind us over the years. We've developed quite the relationship. We've guested on each other's podcasts. And I think it's only right that I bring him on this particular podcast, which he himself claims to enjoy. Tingnan natin kung he's blowing smoke up my rear end or that's genuine enjoyment. Please welcome my friend from the Machong Chismisan podcast, Makoy Pare. Wow, Paris. Di, di pa rin ako makapaniwala nandito. Alam mo, Tan, yung pag-guest ko sa'yo, it, I think this is the start of na yung show mo already is going into a downward spiral. <laughs> Kasi nagsimula like, ka with the likes of legends like The Trigger Man, Nicole Yala, and so, mga radio legends. Now you're already scraping the bottom of the barrel. Ako na yung guest. <laughs> <laughs> Pero thank you. Thank you for having me in your show. 
And para sa mga lahat ng listeners, hindi hindi BS yun na nakikinig talaga ako. Kasi yun nga, I'm a big radio fan and karamihan nga nang naging guest dito are radio legends. Isa sa favorite episodes is the Ray Langit episode. Uy! Oh, kita mo? Uh, Classic yan. Season na episode yan. Oo. Oh. Oh, and bininsag ang kanyang Stanley. For, ah, Stancy. For the whole... Ay, Stanley for the whole episode. Ay, naman talaga yung given name ko eh. So, tsaka ano, that's how he knew me as kasi kakilala niya. Ah, okay, okay. I didn't know that. So, at least may natutunan tayong bago. So, at least naliwanagan ako. Oo, oh, naliwanagan tayo dito. <laughs> uh, how are you? Kasi I know na you're a very busy guy. This week's a huge week for you. Congrats, by the way, on nine years of Machong Chismisan. Wow. So, what's that like? To be honest, ayun nga, thank you for celebrating our ninth year anniversary today. To be honest, I'm not really sure if it's today, but I know for a fact that we had our first episode published today. And I only found out because Facebook memories told me that it's our ninth year anniversary. Hindi not, ano, I knew that it was, we were going for 10 because of you. <laughs> Kasi nga magkalapit yung anniversary ng shows natin. Dude, literally two days apart yung pagsimula yeah. natin as podcasters. Yeah. Pero yun nga, we don't really keep track. Pero since someone told us that it's gonna be 10 years soon, parang nagkaroon lang ng ano, excitement because yun nga, parehas tayo. You're the longest running episodic. Uh, ano nga yun sa inyo? Longest ako. running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. Yeah, which is a play on Monday Night Raw. Kami naman yung longest running comedy podcast in the Philippines. So, ano lang, parang, I think that's one of the things that keeps us going. Kasi yun lang yung kaya namin ipagyabang. Kami yung pinakamatagal. So, hindi mananakaw ng kahit sino sa amin yun hanggang nag-decide kami na tumigil. <laughs> Sabi mo kanina na, no, na the show must be scraping the bottom of the barrel kung ikaw na yung guest. But I actually dispute <laughs> that. Ako disagree ako dyan, my friend. Wow. Kasi oh, I actually think na in your run on the radio, you were still able to capture listeners and a reach na a lot of radio DJs, especially sa generation ko, ah, we would dream to get that type of reach. So... Mm. Let's start with your origin story. Sabi mo na you've been a radio fan for such a long time. What was it about the the craft that captivated you? Ano, talagang inggit, siguro ano, it all started with AM radio with my parents. Parents always listen to AM radio kasi I grew up sa palengke. Meron kaming pwesto sa palengke. And if you know how entertainment works during that time, wala namang internet noon. Mm. So the only form of entertainment for people inside the palengke is AM radio, specifically Tia Delhi, DVMM. Pag sinabi mo sa akin dati ang oras, alam kung sinong radio anchor ang nandun sa DZMM. That's how big of a radio fan I am. And then eventually I transitioned into FM radio, specifically talk radio. Uh, doon ko nakilala yung mga big idols talaga natin na uh, King DJ Logan, Mo Twister, of course, syempre, Boys Night Out, the original iteration which still had King DJ Logan. Mm. And of course, when he transferred station, sumunod din ako. Nandiyan din yung Brew Rats na sila, kaibigan natin, sila Ramon Bautista, Angel Rivero, which coincidentally, naging classmate ko ng college. And si Tado, yan, mga idols natin yan sa radio. And pati yung mga... I remember Jessica Safra. Mm. Jessica Safra from K-Light. Little David, Monica. Yun yung mga pinapakinggan ko nung bata. I, I'm sure a lot of kids don't know the names that I'm saying right now. Pero yun nga, yun yung mga taong nagpalaki sa akin. So, laking radyo ka talaga. But did you ever think na you would audition for a radio station? Was that something that you ever thought about nung college ka or nung fresh grad ka? 
No, 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 no. Siguro, at the back of my head, it was a dream. Kasi, if you remember when we were kids, ako pala, I personally, isa sa mga pinaglalaroan ko dati was a cassette player which had AM, FM function mm. and it had the recording capability. And I still have a tape. Unfortunately, wala akong cassette player right now, but I still have a tape of me pretending to be a DJ. Na merong switch dun sa cassette na it would be on FM. Mm. And then if we switch it, um, tuli-tuli lang yung recording. So makakapag-recording ka ng voice. And I was also pretending to be a DJ na I was queuing songs or I was pretending to be the... Kasi meron uso dati sa AM yung gay character na parang nagsasalita lang siya over the over the song. Mm. So ganun yung mga ginagawa. I'm still pl- finding ways on how to have it converted para at least magkaroon ako ng something for my archives. Pero siguro nga, masasabi ko na pangarap ko siya nung bata ko. Pero isa sa regrets ko siguro hindi ko siya pinursu. Kasi nga, siguro hindi lang ako masyadong kasing tapang ninyo. Kaya yung mga katulad ninyo, madami akong frustrations. Yung nga, katulad ng radio DJs. Natutuwa ako sa mga katulad nyo na na-person nyo yung dream nyo na maging radio DJ. Saka yung iba naman, katulad ng mga stand-up comics. Hindi ako masyadong matapang na mag-venture out sa ganyan. Kaya meron ako regular day job kasi yan yung something that sigurado makababayaran yung bills. Yan. So it's really finances eh, no? Kasi every time I talk to yung mga DJs past and present, yun din yung concern ng mga parents eh, di ba? Heading into oh, the industry. Oh, oh. Stable ba yan? Kikita ka ba? And ako, I've experienced both sides na napagkakitaan naman and then at the same time, dumaan yung COVID, di ba? And oh. you lose everything. So, gets kita when exactly. you say that. Gets ko rin now in retrospect yung sinasabi ng parents ko noon, no? So, Mm-hmm. You mentioned yung tapang, yung lakas ng loob to put yourself out there and not to downplay your anxiety surrounding getting into the industry. But you eventually got over that when sometime in the early 2010s, you developed the showbiz bro character and became a regular guest sa Good Times with Mo, which for context was one of the biggest morning shows on talk radio dito sa Manila. So how did that come to be? As I've said, yun nga, for the longest time, I've been a radio fan. So, for Mo Twister, um, talaga nakikinig talaga ako ng good times with Mo. And if I remember it correctly, yung character din, ano eh, na-develop din siya around this time. So, I think it's, ah yeah, tama, mahal na araw yun. I was alone in the office working, and then I saw Mo Twister's tweet na he was looking for, for a character na lalaki, macho, na mahilig sa showbiz. And ako mahilig ako sa showbiz kasi pag nagbukas ako ng, ng balita dati, ng dyaryo, ang automatic na punta ko is gitna. And everyone knows na pag nagbukas ka ng tabloid, ang gitna, entertainment yan. So sabi ko ako yun ha. And nag-message ako kay Mo. I still remember, it was around 2 in the afternoon. Nag-message lang ako sa Twitter na, I'm your guy. And then he scheduled a call na following Saturday noon. I think that was Holy Thursday. Black Saturday, we scheduled the call. And then we planned on having me on nung next Monday na yun. Parang audition lang siya? Or... Walang audition. At say, as in, kasi he, he kind of knew who I was kasi nga I was a regular caller of the show. And then pinag-usapan namin, ito ang gagawin mo, blah, 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 kaya mo ba to? And sabi ko, oh, kaya, kaya, kaya. Tapos medyo, may, siguro may konting question lang about kung ano yung alam ko sa showbiz industry, blah, blah, blah. And then yun nga, all good. Kinubukan namin ng isang episode. And then... Maganda naman yung feedback ng tao. Once a week, naging thrice a week, and then eventually naging daily kasi nga parang sobrang ganda ng feedback doon sa sa short 
masasabi ko segment siya eh. segment siya dun sa show around 10 to 15 minutes it was a long running segment the way I remember it let's not downplay you yeah 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 it started around 10 minutes 15 minutes and then eventually meron kaming mga 30 minute episodes yun yung medyo napapasarap napapasarap talaga yun ganun yung nangyari sa kanya it, I, I think it went on for about 2 or 3 years 2 mm. or 3 years yun no? until we got suspended <laughs> Uh-huh. Teka, bago tayo pumunta doon sa suspension, explain muna natin para sa listeners. Ano ba yung segment? Ano ba yung context ng machong chismoso? Yeah, pangalan ng segment, talaga yung pangalan talaga is Showbiz Bro. Showbiz Bro, kasi nga, ang gusto ni Mo Twister, ikaw tatanungin kita Stan, pag tinanong kita ngayon ng regular na showbiz reporter, ano ang nasa utak mo pag sinabing isang showbiz reporter? Yeah, usually sina Lolit Solis or sina Mario Dumawa. Exactly, exactly. Lolit Solis, O Gidea. So, it's either bakla, either matandang babae, or the likes of Mr. Fu, na medyo, or Mr. Uh, Butch Francisco, na, yes. na parang yung ganun. Wala kang makikitang showbiz reporter na uh, six foot tall, 260 pounds, and straight guy. Yeah. Pero ang katotohanan, lahat tayong, ang, ang, pag nagiinuman ng lalaki, hindi puro babae pinag-uusapan ng mga yan. Chismis. Ano nangyari? Sinong bagong shota ni Bea Alonso? Mm. Sinong shota ni Kim Chu? Yan. Ganyan yung mga napag-uusapan namin. Aminin natin yan pag nag-iinuman tayo. Yan ang pinag-uusapan natin. Siyempre. So, yun yung character na gustong i-portray ni Mo Twister na ako nga yung nakapag-fail dun sa Good Times with Mo. How did it feel knowing na you were putting yourself out there pero syempre and you knew you were stepping on people's toes kasi yung chismis talaga hindi lang chismis eh like bina blind item mo yung mga celebrities and sometimes No 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 excuse me we never did blind items during those segments kasi Mo Twister hated blind items we were direct hitting we were saying names and ako yung ano ako yung attack dog talaga ni Mo noon na <laughs> na talagang we would say the things that you wouldn't imagine being said on on live radio. Right. So that's so, even worse. Diba? Kasi yeah, exactly. Direct, direct eh. So what was that like for you who outside of showbiz bro, you're just like every one of us. You're like a normal dude. Exactly. Exactly. And since katulad nga nung sabi ko sayo, I was a big fan of radio, I wanted to keep the character as mysterious as possible. So even if I did had my social medias, I never placed my face there. Mm. Even if I had Instagram, I never placed my face there. Not until recently. Kasi nga, sabi ko, ano na yun, nakita na rin naman ako. Eh. Pero, for like two years, no one knew who I was. Mm. And, na, syempre, ang may kilala lang sa akin is yung mga taong pinagsabihan ko. Pero, people never knew how showbiz bro look like. Pero, yun nga, yung bosses ko ngayon, malaki. So they would imagine how I would look like. They would, yung old school mystery ng radio, yun yung trinay ko talagang, talagang nagkaroon ako ng conscious effort dati na magkaroon ng mystery yung character. Plus the fact that I was also looking after my security kasi nga sobrang gago ng mga pinagsasasabay ko ng dati sa, sa on-air. So I didn't want people... Takot eh. Yeah. Akala ko dati, makikilala ko. Mm. Pero... Ano eh, hindi ganun sa totoong buhay. Parang some people would say na he, they love the character. Pero yung some people na nag-hate sa akin, pag nakita nila akong babait nila sa akin. <laughs> so yung yung mga mayayabang sa yung mga sa internet, mm. yung mga magsasabi na pag nakita kita sa sapakin kita, wala walang gagalaw sa yung ganyan. Siguro meron the small percentage, 
Pero doon, wala akong na-experience na ganun. Especially nung nakita na rin nila yung mukha ko eventually. Yung Walang wife mo, were you married na by then? And yes, yes, yes. How yes. did she feel about you just being most attack dog on these regular ah, you She was happy because, of course, she was seeing me happy. Dude, it was not easy doing the, that segment. Kahit 15 minutes siya, mm. there was preparation for that segment. How heavy was it? The show starts at 6 a.m. Uh. I would wake up at 4.30 a.m. Just to, parang si Mo Twister ang Jesus ko during that time. Because paggising na paggising ko, kausap ko si Mo Twister. And we would write our segments. We would look, abscbn.com. We would look at BEP. We would look at Passion Police. Or if we have something that we really know, we would plan on how we would present it during the show. Isipin mo yung one and a half hour na dapat tinutulog ko, iginigising ko. Ang isang main reason din, kaya ako rin na-enjoy, pare, ikaw ba naman magkaroon ka ng chance na makausap mo araw-araw at makabiruan mo araw-araw yung radio idol mo? Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? Ang dami kong napulot na style and another learnings kay Mo Twister. He was a guru. The character he was portraying on air, he was really different pagkausap mo. I'm not really sure if he would appreciate me talking about him in this light. Pero <laughs> the character na pinoportray niya on air, pagkausap mo siya ng totoong buhay, he is one of the nicest persons na pwede mong makausap off air sa totoong buhay. I can actually co-sign that because uh, I've worked with Mo yeah. several times. Exactly. Yung run niya on D-Day sa Fox Sports and then uh, uh, years after the fact, I hit him up on Viber because I wanted him on this podcast and wala pang isang araw, nag-reply siya agad and he was down to do it. So I can co-sign what you just said. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. To pivot off of that, Simo kasi was such a lightning rod, diba? especially um, exactly. at the peak of his powers. Na, uh, yeah. There were a lot of people who really wanted to take their shots at Mo verbally and physically. So with exactly. you, did anyone want to do that to you? Like, did anyone hear na, oh, uh, pinagtawban na ako ni Showbiz Bro or may chismis about me na sinabi niya on air, upakan ko yan, tangina niya. I'm not really sure if meron talagang planning na naganap or something or kung nagbago yung isip nila the moment they saw me because Siguro naman ikaw, nakikita mo ako, ano yung tsura ko, malaki ako, 6'1 ako, 250, yun nga, paulit-ulit ako, 6'1 ako, 250 pounds. So kung meron man talagang unang gustong bumatok sa akin in public, siguro medyo nagbago yung isip nila. Yeah. Pero meron din mga artista na syempre medyo naasara sa akin and I did get some DMs. Mm-hmm. Not exactly DMs, messages lang. So through Twitter, I, I just won't name names na lang para, kasi medyo hey, matagal hindi, na natin yan. Hindi, <laughs> 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 pero ano, Ay, ano na lang, mabilis lang. Kapatid lang siya nung isa sa mga artistang na-attack namin dati sa showbiz. He was really angry at me. Pero eventually, hindi na rin naman niya ako pinansin. Yun. 
So, yun lang naman yung pinako. Pero meron pala yung isang artista, mga fans ni Rian Ramos, mm. meron talagang grupo sila na talagang they went on full attack. As in threats. Yeah. As in talagang ano, they would make troll accounts. Mm. To send threats and everything. Talagang full attack talaga. Welcome and to the wonderful would, world of Twitter. And they would research. They would research about me. So nahanap nila kung ano yung real name mo, ano yung trabaho mo? No, no, no. Hindi naman ganun katindi yung research nila. Pero yung itsura ko, they keep on posting and they were hoping that people would see that and uh, they would that would destroy the mystery of the character. Pero ang style kasi wag mo papansinin eh. Mm. Kasi ilang piraso lang naman, ilan lang yung followers niya. Kung niretweet ko yun, kung finalo ko yun, kung nireplyan ko yun, some people would get to notice that troll account. Pero since wala namang nagpa-follow sa kanya, it never got traction. Yun yung... So with, with the popularity of the Showbiz Bro segment, and sabi mo nga, di ba it ran for like two years, did you ever get paid for it? No. Stan, alam mo ang radio, it's, hindi siya ma... Hindi siya galanting profession. Ah, I love the way you put Not it. Not unless you, you... Yeah, di ba? A lot of people work for radio for years na... Yun yung mga nababalitan ko na they never get paid. Pero they get something in return. Like, syempre, if you're on radio, you get other gigs related to that job. Sa akin, for that whole duration, I never got paid a single cent. But Motwister took care of me by giving me whatever he can whenever there's opportunity. So pag may sponsor na ganito, tatry niyang i-hook up ako dun sa sponsor na yun. And ako naman, diniskartehan ko din. Sa loob-loob ko, nandito na rin ako eh. So I also got deals. I knew how to market myself. So I was able to get advert... Uh, ano ba yung term sa radio nun? Yung mga ex-deals. Uh, mga ex-deals na babatiin ko kayo, ganito, in exchange of this. My first ex-deal was phone case. Okay. Phone case. Pinapatos ko yung mga maliliit na ganun. You know why? Number one, I get to help that small business. Yung mga Instagram business before, mm. they would send me stuff. Pinapatos ko yun. Win-win eh. They would get their on-air time and I would get freebie. Para sa isang taong nagsisimula pa lang, napaka malakas makalaki ng bird na makakatanggap ka ng, ano eh, ng something na free. I know that all too well. <laughs> exactly, di ba? Parang, wow, I, I got this for free and what did I do? What do I need to do to purchase for this free stuff? Babatihin ko lang sila. Oh, shout out lang kapalit, di ba? Shoutout lang kapalit. Dude, I know you hit it big when narinig ko na pinlog mo yung Pimp Kicks, yung sneaker Pimp store Kicks. ni Polar Taddy. Nung ah, narinig yeah. ko na binanggit ni Showbiz Bro si Pimp Kicks, sabi ko, tang ina to, mas okay yung mga ex-deal siya kesa sa ex-deal ko. Eh, ako yung regular na DJ, di ba? Here's the story about Pimp Kicks. Kasi, I know for a fact, yung feeling na naramdaman mo na mayroon na akong endorsement na quote-unquote malaki, which is Pimp Kicks. Alam ko kasi yung pakiramdam ng radio fan. So, ganun yung feeling na ginawa ko kay Pimcakes. Alam ko na kailangan ko lang makakuha ng isang endorsement na gustong-gusto ng mga tao for them to think that I have already arrived. So, <laughs> ang ginawa ko nun, ilang buwan ako nagpaparinig sa kalaban ng Pimcakes, which is which was Troop Shop. Mm. Hindi nila ako pinansin. So, ang ginawa ko, nag-search ako sa internet. Ano ba ang maliit na shoe store dito? Nakakita ko yung Pimcakes and then I sent them a message. Kinapalang ko na yung mukha ko. Wala namang mukha wala eh. And then, after a few hours, Polar Taddy called me. Sabi ko, sabi niya, ano ka ba? Sino ka ba? Wala silang idea kung sino ko. Mm. Sabi ko, Polar Taddy, meron akong segment sa number one morning radio show kay Mo Twister. 
Nakikita mo yung follower mo, 2,000. Kaya kong gawing 10,000 yan sa loob ng isang linggo. <laughs> Nilabangan ko ng ganun. Nilabangan ko ng ganun. Nilabangan ko ng ganun. Sabi ko, pero, kailangan mo kong bigyan ng something. So, ang pinangako niya, ako masaya na ako ng isang pirasong sapatos. Mm. Pero, right there and then, inoperan niya ako one shoe per month. Putang ina. <laughs> one shoe per month. How long and did that after, last? Pare, more than 15 months. Minsan, two shoes ang binibigay niya sa isang buwan sa tuwa niya sa akin. Holy shit. Oh, no, ganun ka generous si si Pimkix sa akin during that time. And then ang nangyari nun, when I got Pimkix, I got the, the reaction exactly the gusto kong makuha, yung katulad ng reaction na madaming nainggit sa akin. Mm. And then yung other advertisers or other products, they were already thinking that I was bankable because I I got a big shoe store backing me up. Yeah. Susunod-sunod na 'yon pagkatapos ng Pimkix, dumating yung Jerry's Grill, dumating yung isang derma pare po siya pumogi ako nun every week kung gusto kong magpa diamond pill meron akong diamond pill meron din akong doktor na tinutunaw yung taba ko everything na ano everything na dumating ang daming nag-offer nun which is so funny for a guy who wanted to conceal his identity from the very first time you went on air exactly exactly pero yun nga nung nagdat pare kung wala ka nakukuha doon sa isang bagay you get whatever you can get mm. And doon ko na-enjoy lahat. Pari, sobrang bida kaya ako sa mga friends ko. Pucha, meron akong bagong sapatos every month. Minsan, every two weeks, meron akong bagong sapatos. Big time ang puta. And they were not puchu-puchu shoes, ha? Oh. They were Jordans, they were Kobe's. And so, eto walang steer. Sobrang blessing sa akin yun during that time. Because that those that was the time na hindi pa ako ganun ka ano sa pera. Mm. And wala akong rubber shoes. I had a size 15 shoes during that time na Sobrang, number one, ang hirap maghanap. And number two, wala rin akong pambili. Kung may makita man ako, wala akong pambili. And sobrang blessing sa akin talaga yung Pim Kicks. Pare, from using second-hand running shoes to play basketball. Pare, ang problema ko nun ko, ano ang gagamitin ko sa patos to play basketball? Ganun ka laking blessing sa akin yung mga endorsement ko sa Pim Kicks. So forever grateful ako nun. Hey, shout out to Pim Kicks. Also a previous sponsor of one of my old radio shows. So, you know, uh, they, are, they are good people. Speaking pala, I'll be having a new show with Paul Artadi. It was supposed to start a week ago, but we had to reschedule. Like, need, a, need a joke? I mean, it's, it's true. I'm gonna be having a new show. It's gonna be called The Paul Artadi Show. Pucha, hindi man lang ako sinama sa credits. Pero <laughs> he asked me what the name of the show was. I told him it's The Paul Artadi Show para ang tawag namin sa mga makikinig mga kahopya because it's gonna be tipas. I didn't want to include my name para pag nag-fail, hindi ako kasama. Gago. <laughs> <laughs> Pero ikaw yung regular kabatuhan niya. Yeah, I'm gonna be the caller. Okay. I'm gonna be the caller commentator for that. Parang, kumbaga, ako yung magdadala ng saya kasi medyo serious si Concel. Mm. So ako yung magdadala ng mga kamakukulit na answer. It's gonna be starting soon. Uh, it's gonna be streaming live on the Pinoy Legal Facebook page and the Polar Tadis page. So just check out our social medias. Congrats, It's my friend. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let's switch gears here. And go back to 2012. Kasi that's when our paths first crossed. Yeah. No when... You still remember the year, ha? Hindi ko na matandaan. Pa rin natatandaan ko. Kasi traumatic experience yun para sa akin. Kasi okay, nakwento okay. ko na to sa'yo. Pero I'll just retell the story for the listeners to bring them up to speed. Nung time na yun, may day job pa ako in Makati. I was working for a non-profit. And I was stuck in traffic sa Makati Ave. Tapos sabi ko, 
I think minutes before binati nina Mo and I think si Susie was one of his partners at the time, mga celebrity friends nila. Sabi ko, tangin na, gusto ko one day maging ganun na ako sa level na yun na sina Mo, sina Susie, yung mga Magic DJs. Sina-shout out mm. din nila ako kahit na ibang station ako and whatever. Mm. Cut to a few minutes later, Showbiz Bro segment comes on. Tapos puta, ako mismo yung binanggit mo. You read out this tweet I had na I just tweeted out of frustration. 2012 me was very stupid, was not very mindful of what I had said. Exactly. And kayo ni na Mo and Susie just fucking pounce and like called me all sorts of stuff from this arrogant little SOB to uh. who the fuck does he think he is, blah, 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 blah. Now, for a 22-year-old me, Sobrang nakakataas ng anxiety yun. Like, sobrang mm. namumuti yung mukha ko. Pagpasok ko sa office, tinex ko agad yung mga co-DJs ko sa Melo. Parang, puta, binash ako ni Namu. Binash ako nitong <laughs> na to. Anong gagawin ko? And then they were all like, relax, it will die down after today. After tomorrow, move on ka na. Ganyan. Pero syempre, you know, that moment sticks with you. So, I know, I know, I know. Naranasan ko rin yun. Yun nga, yung, yun nga, yung katulad nga nun doon sa kinikwento ko kaninang basher ko. Kaya nga, naging advocacy ko rin dati na Against bashing, I did an episode before in my podcast where I guested. I'm not sure if you still remember his name, the car guy. See, uh, I wasn't Lau. informed. Christopher Lau to show the effects of online bullying mm. because I know. Kaya nga, I, so, I so feel bad what we did for you before. Like what we did <laughs> with you before. <laughs> Pero ang nangyari lang kasi talaga don. Ano an ba? Gusto mo sabihin ba natin yung, yung exactong tweet or wag na, wag na? Yeah, so the tweet that I put out kasi yung context naman nun, previous day, I showed up to work at my radio show na naka-corporate attire ako. Tapos sabi mm. ng isang tita namin, one of the titas who worked in the office, who I wasn't really a big fan of, sabi niya, oh, saan ka galing? Sabi ko, ah, galing po sa Makati, may work, ganyan. Sabi niya, anong work mo? Call center? Tapos for some mm. reason, mataas yung pride ko. Pumitik ako, parang sabi ko, tangin na naman, bakit matik call center agad iniisip mo just because radio DJ ako. So nag-tweet ako, and then to make myself feel better, I wanted to put my accomplishments out there in that tweet. So sabi ko, hmm. I did not graduate magna cum laude from UP to be in a call center punyeta. Yeah. Looking back was such an ignorant thing to say. Na it, yeah. it, it was really wrong kasi, first of all, BPO professionals don't deserve to have their industry get bashed like that by anyone, mm. regardless of standing or whatever academic honors you've achieved, ba? Pangalawa, it was her very awful and terrible attempt at small talk. Pero I, I mm. don't think there was malice naman involved. It's just mm. that 22-year-old me didn't know how to handle all of those things. So when mm. I heard you guys na binash niyo ako over the tweet, sabi ko, Tang ina, what a slow day for these guys na akong pipitsuging DJ ng mellow na hindi naman kilala ng kahit sino. Ako pa inapagtripan on this day. Actually, it was actually really a slow day. Parang po siya, mo 20 minutes na tayo nag-uusap, wala pa tayong balita. Pero nakita ko tong tweet nitong isang DJ na to sa mellow. <laughs> And uh, to be honest, the main reason then kaya rin ako naging naapektuhan dun sa I think nakwento ko to say before. The main, one of the main reasons then kaya rin ako naapektuhan dun sa tweet mo because I also was a part of that industry before. And talagang medyo nagstick na siya. And I was parang nandun lang siya sa bala ko for that specific week na parang maging slow news day. Pwede ko tong i-pitch. Pero yun nga, I think it was quote and quote a blessing in this guys. Number 1, for you, eventually, you, you were able to learn something from that experience. Me naman, it led me to being friends with you because, to be honest with you, kung hindi siguro dahil dun sa scenario na yun, we would never have this friendship that we have right now. And to be honest, when we were able to patch things up and we were able to know each other a lot better, ikaw yung sa mga, isa sa mga podcast friends ko, 
in the industry that I really treasure. Naksimasan ng itlog. Pero pero niya parang ano, I have this respect for you because of what you do, what you're doing, what you have accomplished. And of course, yun nga rin, ikaw din, tinanggap mo rin naman yung pagkakamani for what wrongs you have done before. And sa help na naibigay mo sa akin, sa mga experiences natin together, hindi rin naman siya ganun kalalim pa, pero ating ko, may mararating pa tayo in the future. I really appreciate naman talaga what you're doing for the podcasting industry. Yeah. No man, it's funny na yun nga, that happened in 2012, pero between 2012 and when we finally met in 2020, right before COVID fucked us all up, there were several times na we were kind of hovering around the same spaces. Like 2014, I know you were doing a show sa New Media Factory and I was trying to get yep. my foot in the door there. Sabi ko, tang ina, baka makasama ko rito si Showbiz, bro. Puta, paano kung <laughs> nag-cross yung landas namin dito? Mm. So, you know, that was just one of the many instances na I was really anxious na what if, what if, what if. And then cut to 2020, our mutual friend, Chino Liao, brought us together kasi nag-guest ka sa podcast namin for the first time. And I'm, I'm very thankful then for that particular guesting kasi that's when we finally got to meet as real people, right? And like yeah. form this connection na was really just sustained because of both of our isolations into the pandemic plus our combined interests and fields. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And to, to be honest, nung sinabi, sin, ano, sinend out sa akin ni Chino yung invite I was thinking po siya mga wrestler yung mga yan baka wrestling yun ako pagdating doon <laughs> 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 takot, takot pa ako kay Ro kasi sabi ko po siya bali ilong nito baka handang pumatay handang mamatay ito para sa kaibigan niya shout <laughs> out kay Ro yan Let's pivot here from this little love fest and talk about something you mentioned earlier, which was that you guys got suspended. So oh, yeah. first, for someone like yourself, na hindi ka naman empleyado ng magic, hindi ka rin yung license na meron kang KBP ID. Oh, wala, wala, wala. What was that like na sinabihan ka na, oy, pare, suspended ka? I, I distinctly remember kung nasan ako nun. I was at a friend's party. It was Sunday night. And we were supposed to go on air Monday. And I just received a message from Twister na, Uy, gago, suspended yung show. And then, ang reason yata kaya nagkaroon ng suspension is because of something not related to what I did. Okay, so hindi mo kasalanan? Wala akong kasalanan. So yun yung isa sa magandang bagay na nangyari doon. Wala akong kinalaman doon. Pero ang bad trip doon, wala rin akong kinalaman. Pero parang na-derail yung growth nung character. Kasi mm-hmm. nasa peak yun eh. Nasa peak yung character na yun. I think they were suspended for three months. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Six months. Six months. Six months suspended si Mo Twister and they did a whole new different show to replace it for the meantime. It oh my gosh, Sam I think I remember why. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say it here, but it has something to do yeah, with wheelchairs. It, yeah, exactly. Okay. So okay. let's just keep it to that na lang. Sige, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sige, sige, sige. Okay, so... Adi, okay lang. Kasi wala na rin naman yung DJ na yun eh. So, may isang nag-joke na DJ na wala na rin dito. Si, uh, ano siya eh, bagong DJ siya. Si Noel Bonus. Mm-hmm. Na parang, she said something offensive about, uh, yun nga, sa people on wheelchairs. Yeah, PWDs, And that's yeah. what that's what got them suspended. Jesus. So, suspended for six months. Nung bumalik yung good times, wala ka na nun? No, I was still there. But, hindi na siya kasing init. Because there were different sets of hosts. The whole Showbiz Bro segment 
ang susi sa tagumpay talaga niya was Zusi. Susi. Para sa akin, ha? Yeah. If you would dissect that, kasi I'm a fan of dissecting comedy. That whole segment would not have worked kung hindi dahil kay Susi899, mm-hmm. kay Tim Gamboa. Kasi for comedy to work, merong person na magde-deliver, magse-setup ng joke, merong person na magde-deliver ng joke, and one person would react. Mm-hmm. And yung reaction, kahit hindi nakakatawa masyado yung joke, kung perfect yung reaction, yun yung magdadala ng whole joke. And si Susi ang Susi sa tagumpay dahil perfect lagi yung reaction niya pag nagde-deliver ako ng joke. Yeah, uh, Tin's been on the podcast. You can go catch that episode. And from there, you can get a glimpse of how outsized her personality really is. Every reaction from from Susie or Tin really is as big as Makoy is describing it. Yeah, one of the best radio DJs na babae sa current generation natin, Tin Gamboa. Yan, talagang ano, sobrang galing niya. And isa rin siya sa isa, pinaka naging supportive sa akin during that time. She would be very proud of me Whenever she attends parties, tunari po siya, umatin siya ng party na ganito, at hinanap ako ng mga malalaking artista na po siya, Terdy Ravena, malaking artista, Terdy Ravena, at medyo tanga yun na. Ano, kunwari, <laughs> uh, malalaking personalities, Terdy Ravena, Keeper Ravena, yung mga ganong levels. Po siya, pag tinatanong ako sa kanya, talagang the moment na magkausap kami, or minsan magtetext siya sa akin, po siya, hinahanap ka ni ganitong artista, sobrang gusto kanya. Talagang siya rin yung nagpataas ng moral ko to continue doing what, what I was during that time. So, sabi mo humina yung momentum kasi nga, six months yung nawala sa inyo, di ba? That, that's a very long time, especially yes. for a medium like radio na you don't really see these people, especially back then, na hindi pa uso yes. yung mga live stream, live stream. So, yes. when did it all come to an end? Kasi nga, nung bumalik yung show, it was a completely new lineup. It was mo, as I've said, ang susi tag- sa tagumpay yung segment was Susi 899, Tin Gamboa. Pero since Magic wanted to ensure that the six-month suspension doesn't happen again, Tin was placed back to noontime, mm. back to CJ. Yeah. Back with CJ. And Mo Twister was together with Sam and Gib. Right. So it was a completely different show. So when I came back, we tried doing it. Uh, no offense to Sam. Siyempre, Sam is nice. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Gib is nice. So, pati yata si Mikey Bustos was there. Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't getting the reaction na katulad nung kay Susi. And it wasn't as fun as before. Kumbaga, may nabago sa barkada. Mm-hmm. And, of course, sino ba naman ang mag-stay? Siyempre, yung mga bayad na DJ. Right. So, I was disposable. Because, eventually naman talaga, yung character is a flavor na hindi naman talaga tatagal sa industry. At least ako alam ko yon sa sarili ko. And that's one thing that uh, was able to help me cope up with that sudden cut. Kasi hindi naman, parang ano eh, since I'm a fan of showbiz, I have seen so many stories like that na I was already prepared na kung mawawala man yung character, alam kong kung paano siya itake. Okay. And that's the reason why I also built my own character. Yun nga, yung machong sismisan character, which I also, I had a conscious effort to try and incorporate the showbiz bro character at the start and eventually veer it away from that para yung mga fan nung radio, madala ko dun sa podcast ko and then eventually, I would also get people na hindi kilala yung character sa radio. And uh, I think that's one of the main reasons why the Machong Chismisan podcast has just turned nine years kasi nga, 
medyo marami pa rin namang nakikinig sa amin hanggang ngayon. So yung podcast, yung nine years running strong, sina Ingo and Tito Peach and ikaw syempre, is that the OG lineup? Like have there no, been any changes? No, the, the OG lineup is me and Ingo. Peach was an addition pre-pandemic. Oh, okay, okay. And Peach is no longer with the podcast. We're back to the OG podcast uh, with the OG lineup because he, ano, kapos na rin siya sa oras dahil nga may day job siya and it takes a lot of time na hindi niya nakayang makipag-record sa amin. So we we went back to the OG lineup which is me and Ingo. Tapos ang isa sa advocacies namin is to help new podcasters. Now how do we do that? We have it it all started with a joke. We called it the New Talent Initiative kunware. <laughs> which eventually led to us having Peach. Mm. Pero yun nga, right now we have already helped about more than 5 or 10 podcasts. I believe two of them one is Kislot Chronicles podcast. One is 3040 podcast. I, I'm not saying we're the one responsible because magagaling talaga sila. Pero I believe we have helped them in one way or another. They're constant. Ano ba yung term? Lagi silang nas, uh, chart toppers naman sila na sa top 200 podcast sila. And meron pang iba yung MJ's Bubble podcast, Buhangin Brothers, which we constantly plug. Kasi nga we want to give rubs. Okay. Kung ano yung kaya naming ibigay dun sa mga small podcasters para lumaki lalo yung podcasting community. Because us being part of the podcasting community for the longest time, we have seen yung unang dagsa nung podcasting which was a few years ago. And then it dipped because a lot of podcasts closed. Yeah. Dahil nawala yung mga networks ng podcast. Itong second resurgence ng podcast, sobrang thankful ako dun sa mga bagong podcast dahil sila yung nagbalik nung init ng podcasting sa Philippines. The Cool Pals, Typical Pinoy Crap, Linya Linya, The New Breeds. Yeah. Sobrang sila yung nagtayo ng podcasting community during the time that it was down. So, I'm so happy na yung, yung podcasting uh, community ngayon sobrang boom. Kasi sobrang dami yung podcast ngayon. Hindi bali nang hindi na kami yung nagdo-dominate dati. Tayo-tayo lang naman nagdo-dominate dati kasi konti yung podcast eh. Oh. Pero the mere fact na dumadami yung podcast Kahit hindi na tayo yung mga top podcast ngayon, mas dumadami yung audience dahil dun sa dinadala ng mga bagong dugo. So, it's a great time to be a podcaster today dahil sobrang daming bagong talent. Ako nakapag-guest na ako sa Matong Chismisan several times. One of my favorite ever podcast recordings was actually on your pod when we talked about some NSFW material. <laughs> At habang record natin yun, nakita ako na meron kayong mga patrons, long-time listeners na part ng Zoom recording. So, can you just get into paano yun na-build at na-sustain yung ganong klaseng community with your listeners? Kasi kami, sa Wrestling Wrestling, it took us forever until we were actually able to do that. Ngayon meron na rin, pero dati, when I was recording with you, it's a foreign concept pa yun sa akin. Mm. To be honest, I never wanted to have a Patreon community. Because I always believe that podcasts should always stay free. However, uh, one of our regular listeners, which is Richard, nagkataon din, kaklasiko siya nung grade school, na connect kami dahil sa podcast. Madami rin na iba na nagpupush na mga gago kayo mag-Patreon kayo. So eventually I gave in. So we were giving extra content to Patreon subscribers. And yun nga, yung mga Patreon subscribers nagkaroon din kami ng chat group na doon namin sila. Mas naging connected kami doon sa podcast fans, uh, podcast friends namin na everyday we get to talk. 
they get to share their insights about the show they get to share new topics that we could talk about and even personal stuff nagkakatulungan doon in everything sobrang saya nung naging connection yun yung isang bagay na nae-enjoy ko ngayon with regards to having a connection with the fans of the podcast mas madali na ngayon so yun katulad ngayon i just had 10 messages dun sa group namin so Sobrang saya na nagkakaroon na kami ng new relationship. Tapos yung mga itagaibang bansa, when they come to the Philippines, and we have sometimes have dinner with them, sometimes they give us gifts, and we also have a promo na kung ikaw yung top contributor, nakapag-contribute ka ng ganito, susunduin ka pa namin sa airport at ihatid ka namin. O mga ganun. Ganun na kami. O ganun na kami ka-close with our listeners. Yeah. And I don't know if you realize it, but I want to tell you to your face that that's basically yung rurok ng radio experience. Like, you're basically doing the thing. I mean, you know, it's in a different medium, but who cares? At this point, you're doing the thing. And I'm, I'm exactly. so proud of you uh, because you yeah. were able to carve out this niche, this path on your own because not everyone can do that. Thank you. Number one, thank you. Siguro it's just a way of me compensating dun sa isang dream na yan, never ko na kuha, which is radio. At the back of my head right now, I still have that dream. Kahit na small radio station, I would have this small show na something that I would break norms. Something like King DJ Logan did a few years back. Kaya lang ko, hindi ko siya magagawa sa radio. Tingnatry kong gawin as much as possible sa podcasting. So, kaya madami kaming mga kagaguan na ginagawa dun. We have tried so many stuff Parang gusto namin kami yung parang Simpsons na yung running joke is The Simpsons did it before any other podcast did it. One, the last thing that we did na medyo bago was last November, our Halloween special was a podcast drama na episode. Uh-huh. So akala ko nung una kami yung unang gumawa nun sa podcasting pero meron na palang podcast na ganun na Pinoy style. Pero ang difference namin was use different podcasters as voices. We had the Cool Pals, we had Stanley Chi, we had Ramon Bautista. Sorry, ah, nakalimutan ko sa isa. Okay, baka sa susunod. <laughs> Ayan, pero, <laughs> next time ba yung, naman? Uh, baka next uh, Halloween episode. Yan. So, we always try to find something new to do para maging ano lang, maging bago. Kasi nga, syempre, matagal na yung show. As we begin to wind down here, when you look back on your run, which was basically a decade ago, your run on radio, do people still recognize you? Like, would you be out in public tapos makikilala ka ba ng tao? Or pagkunwari, na-introduce mo yung sarili mo, does anyone say na, oh nga no, uh, napakinggan kita dati sa Good Times. Oh, ikaw si Showbiz bro, blah, 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 blah. Meron pa bang ganong moments? Meron pa rin. And to be honest with you, I never got, siguro nung dati, yun nga, since I was keeping my identity from before, very rare na makakuha ko ng ganun. Unless I introduce myself. Sasabihin niya, ay pucha pare, ikaw yung may kasalanan kaya nalilate ako lagi sa office kasi hindi ako makababa ng kotse, tinatapos ko yung segment mo. Just last weekend, I judged an event in UP, the Fiery Cup Challenge. A person recognized me and had a picture taken with me. I was expecting that he'd say that he was a listener of the podcast, but he was a fan from radio from 10 years ago. Damn. And the main reason why he why he recognized me was because I started posting pictures of myself in Instagram. Kling. The power of social media, the power of very memorable segment. Kling, a decade later, people still recognize your ass. Nakakatuwa. Makoy, let the people know if they want to hear more of your antics on Machong Chismisan. Where can they find you? Where can they see that beautiful mug of yours on social? 
course, you could follow me on all my social media pages. Showbiz Bro among all social media platforms. You could follow us on our YouTube page. We have the Machong Chismisan Food Review Vlog. Machong Chismisan on YouTube. We already have two episodes up and the latest episode will be up by next week. And yung nga, yung The Polar Tally Show will be up in a few weeks after Holy Week, I think. I know I said na dapat like 30-35 minutes lang to pero napahaba, napasarap yung kwentuhan natin. So, Makoy, my friend, thank you so much for making time and for joining me here on On Deck with Stancy. I can say without a shadow of a doubt that I'm not scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Stan. Pero yun nga, to be honest, I really didn't think that I would be guesting here on your show kasi nga yung, top, yung quality ng mga guests mo from before, I really didn't think that I would be up in the levels of the other people that you have guested. It's such an honor to be part of the show. Thanks again to Makoy Pare of the Matrung Chismisan Podcast for gracing On Deck with Stan C. Like I said, we're not scraping the bottom of the barrel here. More great conversations like this are, no pun intended, on deck. So stick around because Season 5 is well underway and we've got more stories to share right here. But if you're loving the content, Please don't hesitate to give this show a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please also follow me on social media at underscore Stan C. That's underscore S-T-A-N-S-Y on Twitter and on Instagram. That's where you can send your questions about radio and podcasting for my upcoming mailbag episode. So again, send them in at underscore Stan C. I'm going to be compiling them as early as now. As you're listening to this, I should be on my way back to Manila. So expect another brand new episode of On Deck with Stan C next Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to all of our producers over at Podcast Network Asia for all of the work that they do behind the scenes. I gotta get out of here. Until our next episode, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Stan C, out. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>